Good morning and welcome to Back Chat with Ada Wong and me, Jim Gould. And on this morning's uh, Back Chat, we're talking about the redevelopment plans uh, for Kowloon City. Uh, a major project uh, will be in uh, three sections uh, down there in Kowloon City, the, the main part uh, being between uh, Carpenter Road and Narchin Wyatt Road. Uh, the whole project... Uh, covering an area of uh, 37,000 square metres. Uh, this is expected to result in uh, more than 4,000 flats being built uh, in the area over the next uh, uh, 12 years. Um, to discuss these uh, plans, we have with us uh, two eminent guests, uh, Greg Wong, uh, civil geotechnical uh, structural engineer and a former chairman of the Kowloon City District Urban Renewal Forum, and also Raymond Chan, a past president of the Hong Kong Institute of Surveyors and a member of the Housing Authority. Um, good morning to you both. Uh, perhaps, uh, um, Greg Wong, if we could uh, ask you first, uh, as a, a former chairman of the Kowloon City District Urban Renewal Forum, uh, so what's your uh, assessment of this project? Uh, I think the project is more or less in line with the recommendation report of the, uh, of the, the, the forum, uh, which yeah. we submitted to the Secretary for Development in 2014. Yeah. Um, uh, there may be a bit, a, a bit of variations, but I, I think the more or less the general principle is in line with the recommendations. Now, our recommendations is based on a three years public engagement and uh, in two phases. And the first phase is just an open discussion, uh, no, no, no backstage uh, ideas and. And then the, after we collected the ideas, then we prepared a preliminary urban renewal plan. And then the, we engaged the residents again uh, of the district, uh, and, and mainly in this Longsang area. And then the, we have workshops and uh, discussion groups, and then we come up with the recommendations. So I think it's more or less in line. So you would support the plans, and, and the people of the area would support the plans? Uh, I would hope so, because uh, the, the major elements uh, which they have expressed during the uh, 2011 2014 uh, public engagement has been taken into consideration. I mean, obviously, you have to look at the final design, because right at this moment, all we see is the general idea of the limits of the development, the size, and so on. But uh, the, you still not got to look at the details and uh, uh, you know how many stories and how many shops and whether the shops are lining the streets or, uh, or uh, things like this, you have to wait uh, to, to see the, the detail uh, design. Um, so uh, what are the major concerns of the Kowloon City community? Obviously, we all know that um, you know we have a very ethnically diverse community there with... Uh, a lot of Thai people, Thai restaurants, and Thai community stores, and and they've got their uh, own traditional uh, festivals uh, on the streets uh, of Kowloon City. Now, how would that be uh, affected? Uh, I think the the concern of the people uh, living in the Longsing area are quite wary. If I have to talk about it, because the engagement thing take up such a long time. They are very varied. The elderly have their concerns, the 
Thai people have been concerned. Uh, the, the Chinese local tenants have that concern. The Chinese local owners have that concern. So I, I think uh, I think maybe you are asking mainly what are the ethnic minorities, right? Uh, yes, uh, that, because that's a characteristic. That, then the, the ethnic minorities uh, talk to us at uh, length. Uh, their concern is, of course, most of them are uh, tenants. They are not owners. Uh, for them to look for a new place to live is a concern because they sometimes landlords not uh, lease their uh, rent their flat to an ethnic minority. Uh, that's one concern. And even if, if they got the new flat, that it may be beyond their means. They may not be able to afford it. They're also concerned about their children because uh, they, and their friends, because they have a social fabric. They, they make friends there. They have been living there for 20, 30 years. They are friends, both Chinese and Thai. But now once they move to a new area, they may, they may well, their friends will be 40 minutes away, an hour away. So that, that's their concern. And the kids also, because it's not easy for them to look to have friends. And also they go to a school. Now, in the, it takes a tough bit of time for them to adjust as a Thai uh, youngster to, to study in, in, a, in a Hong Kong school. And now if you want to move them to a new school, then their kids got to readjust again. Uh, so, so, I mean, these are their concerns. And if they are running a store, then of course they will be worried about their Thai restaurant, will have to find a new place. Uh, and then if they move to a new place, they may lose their customers, they may, the rent may be too high. And so it goes on and on. So, you see, <laughs> uh, they just for the minority, you have such a lot of concern, and you've got to talk about the entire community. Uh, the list is very long. Well, uh, let's bring in uh, uh, Raymond Chen. Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, uh, Kowloon City is a special, uh, unique place, as we were just saying, uh, uh, quite a sort of ethnic, diverse mix there. Um, I guess the question could be asked, do we really need such an extensive redevelopment and such a big building programme in that particular area? Now, uh, maybe uh, as an outsider, you don't know the inside story behind this. Well, and, uh, tell, uh, tell us more. Yeah, I tell you something inside. We do, we, we, we do actually visit Kowloon City uh, quite a lot because it's not that far from Broadcasting House, actually. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sure you, you know a lot more about it than I do. So please uh, enlighten I, us. Yeah. I, I mean on the, on the land development uh, aspect. Um, mm. Now, I think it is the, the only way that uh, the current city can be redeveloped. Maybe you uh, maybe can notice that uh, the current city has uh, quite uh, a lot of uh, redevelopment uh, back about 10 years ago or along. But uh, during the recent years, uh, there's no uh, redevelopment out there. And uh, because uh, something happened, uh, is that uh, the land lease, one of the conditions in the land lease it says that uh, it, for each lot, it says that uh, it uh, can only uh, build a uh, lot more than one house. So uh, in the old days, the common understanding is that uh, we can combine two lots, three lots or four lots to build a building. So each uh, maybe building 
half a building, half a house, or one quarter of a house, so it makes a, a bigger site for, for redevelopment. But uh, there was a, a court case uh, decided by the Court of Final Appeal that uh, the meaning of low more than one house means exactly one house. So each lot uh, can deal low more than one house, that is always, but a uh, lot less than one house. Uh, I really can't understand the rationale behind it, and I really can't uh, agree with that argument. But uh, it was there, and uh, it was uh, a decision by the Court of Family Appeal, so you can appeal to nowhere else. And uh, after that point of time, all the redevelopment in the current city area uh, was feast. And uh, because uh, you can't combine two lots, each lot is really small, maybe about uh, 2,000 square feet. And uh, so if you cannot combine the lots together, you, you are not going to get a, a reasonable redevelopment. So I think it's the only uh, chance for us to have a major redevelopment of this area, because this area is really right in the middle of, the, of our city, and uh, very convenient traffic and uh, very uh, small house existing, and uh, we really need that pace for us. Right. Uh, um, Mr. Chen, I do visit Kowloon City uh, you know, quite often, and I do see uh, new developments in the last few years. Uh, but as you said, uh, they are sort of smaller and narrower apartment buildings, but it doesn't mean that um, uh, older blocks uh, cannot be uh, demolished and uh, new buildings uh, be, be built on, on the same site. So uh, while the private sector is doing this, uh, why do you think the Urban Renewal Authority should take a bigger role, like a really dominating role in, uh, in building a, a new Kowloon city? Uh, actually, uh, I know quite a lot of uh, uh, owners in there, major owners of the, or the properties in there. And uh, if uh, you cannot combine uh, the laws, uh, two or three or four laws, to get a bigger redevelopment, uh, the incentive for redevelopment is much less. And uh, it actually also leads to uh, undesirable, uh, small, uh, maybe they say the uh, uh, skyscraper, but uh, it is like a chopstick, chopstick shape. Yeah. And it's really not desirable. And so I, I would 100% uh, support uh, the uh, uh, Yao to step in and uh, develop the whole thing uh, as one piece. Uh, but uh, viewing uh, their design, uh, there may be still something to uh, to be improved. Uh, I also agree with uh, uh, some other people saying that uh, at least they need to provide more uh, public car parks. Uh, because in the in the plan, uh, they are providing about uh, 200 car parking space for for public use, and uh, now if you see the existing situation in the current city, all the uh, street side parking uh, and counting the illegal parking, you may find more than 200 cars already in the street, and uh, that is uh, if you are going to build, take this chance to build. A, a major redevelopment. I think uh, at least they need to have at least they need to have a uh, uh, 400 uh, public car park 
uh, minimum, I would say. Yeah, the traffic is a problem in Kowloon City, isn't it? The narrow streets uh, get get very congested. It can take a long time to get in and out of there. Yeah, mm. because of the illegal parking, actually. Mm. Because uh, people go there shopping, going to the, to the market, and uh, if you take a, a chance of getting a major redevelopment of the area, uh, maybe... Uh, you want to make the best use of the streets, so no more uh, uh, on-street parking, uh, no more, no more meters, and get every 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 car uh, under that big blanket and into the car park, maybe underground car park or whatever in there. I, I noticed that there's uh, a, a a piece of land because there's three pieces of land there, and one is uh, for the GIC use. I think uh, they can build a multi-story car park in the GIC. GIC building, and uh, it's quite common in Hong Kong. You have the GIC building uh, uh, with uh, all the facilities and the common car and the multi-story car park in there. And uh, the, it may, I, I think, it may best get the best use of the of the street. We don't we don't really want to have the, the on-street parking is really inefficient. Yes, I, I, I appreciate that idea. But uh, on the other hand, you know, the other streets surrounding the uh, URA main sites are still very uh, narrow streets. Uh, you know, uh, if you know uh, Kowloon City, it's uh, Lung Kong Road, Nam Kok Road, Na Chin Long Road, and, and they are they are narrow. They're one way. And um, even if there's a car park right in the middle of the URA main site, you need to uh, really get your way through the smaller streets. And that would not help uh, the traffic situation. It's a little bit like Times Square, isn't it? That, yes, there's a huge car park, but um, the cars getting into that Times Square car park, it would take ages for you to do so if uh, in peak time. Yeah. If you uh, get rid of the on-street parking, uh, the streets will be much wider than, than you imagine. And also, uh, uh, you don't really need to have uh, every car in the middle, in the middle uh, uh, piece of land. Uh, you can divert it to the uh, GIC building at the side of it. And uh, uh, maybe you get uh, half of the car or even a major part of the car flow into that uh, for parking. And uh, the, uh, the streets will be much better. If you don't have the on-street parking, the, the street will be much better. Um, uh, Greg Wong, uh, what do you think this redevelopment may mean for the character of the area? I mean, we've seen in other places like uh, Kennedy Town, for instance, on Hong Kong Island, where you get redevelopment and then the, the really the nature of the place changes. It becomes gentrified and, and better off people move in and, uh, and it's really not the same as before. Is, that, is, is, that, is it possible that may happen in Kowloon City? Well, I think the... Um the, uh, it may. I think it, it will be. <laughs> it will be wrong to say that it won't change the, mm. the landscape. I mean, obviously it will because you are going to have four thousand three hundred fifty new new units, and then obviously that means there will be people moving in from the outside because that means three hundred three thousand nearly three thousand more flats than than previously. Mm. Uh, so this there will be people moving in and. Uh, and the shops will have to be uh, have to move away now. But I think there is some there's a, a one good point about it is because if you look at the map, you will know that the URA area constitute maybe thirty uh, uh, percent or more or less of that that whole area. Yeah. Um, 
so you still have the other seventy percent, which will continue to be four-story buildings. Now, obviously, I can't prevent uh, the owners to be developed, but that will be gradual. But that is beyond our control. But at least uh, you still have seventy percent, which is not developed, uh, 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 not 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 in, on the URA's plan. So those areas will only change naturally. Now the and of course and also the URA has in their document in their press release committed to try to maintain as much as possible. Uh, they will uh, go and talk to the, the those shop owners, uh, shops which has been there for 40, 50 years, uh, where a lot of movie stars goes there to buy fruits, to buy uh, Shanghai food products, etc. Uh, they try to see a way in which to keep them within the, uh, the adjacent area and then move back into the uh, into the, uh, the the redevelopment area, main area. Uh, they have also have committed to uh, make the two the two the streets uh, Nan Court Road and Archin uh, Long Road right. pedestrian streets. With, so they can, so I presume that means that it's not going to be a big podium like the Adams mm. or the IFC, but those two streets will still be street-level streets, and then there will be shops fronting these pedestrianized streets. So by doing so, uh, it hopes to uh, maintain some of the character of the old Kowloon city. Um, so... Uh, Redevelopment inevitably will change the, the landscape. Mm. You can't avoid it mm. unless you don't have re, uh, redevelopment. But mm. I think what they uh, managed to do is they, they know what the residents want. They know that there's certain character and, and cultural heritage. Uh, and there is our collective memory in the shops. And they are, at least they mention it and they say they are trying to talk to the shop owner to preserve those shops. Well, I, I know that there are many, many ways of urban renewal and, um, you know, a more difficult way is to find a, a very delicate balance between uh, uh, preserving the characteristics of the neighbourhood versus uh, the economic gains uh, of urban renewal. Um, on the other hand, uh, I think Hong Kong always goes for the, you know, the money side of things. Uh, as a former district councillor in Wan Chai, I can't help to, to compare, you know, this uh, future Kowloon City plan with um, the already existing the Litong Street plan. As we all know, the, all the wedding cards uh, shops were promised uh, uh, a chance to come back. But uh, yes, they were approached. And when, when, they, when they saw the new pedestrianised Litong Street and they realized how, um, how high the rent is, no, nobody could come back except one small shop at the basement uh, of the Lee Tung Street um, you know, pedestrian precinct. And we all know what it looks like now. It does not resemble anything uh, of the past. And um, so the social fabric, the social network um, has been destroyed. And I, I really wonder whether there I, are I, any, I any, so. whether there yeah, are any I, other ways. I agree with you, Ada, but I think uh, there is uh, the business volume and the return of printing greeting cards and selling those uh, exotic fruits and uh, expensive Chinese uh, delicacies 
uh, are slightly different. I think the business volume and the profit margin uh, is a lot higher than printing uh, wedding cards, especially those old-fashioned Chinese style. I, I think they're hopefully, I'm not guaranteeing <laughs> what will happen because I'm not a shop owner and I have nothing to do with Huawei. I'm not even the board member. But I, I think the, the, the hopefully, I'm just wishful thinking, hopefully these shops uh, are selling more, more uh, expensive goods and hopefully that there is still a market and hopefully there will be still be uh, customer, the old customers, the movie stars will go back there and they can afford the rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, email here from a listener S says, you can share the history of Kowloon City as it was an independent area at one time. Um, S, I think you're referring to the Kowloon Walled City, the walled city which, were, yes. which was uh, slightly different from the uh, the Kowloon City that we're talking about here today. But I mean that that that, that is true. The, the the Walled City, the old Kowloon Walled City, is now a park, isn't it? Um, um, I mean, do, does, does that add to the? I guess it must do to the historical value of the area. I think. Um, the is to the north, yes. And at present, the park only have uh, a few footings and something like that. It, not nothing is left except that mm. those those stones. Mm. Uh, I think the one of the uh, the project which is ongoing is called the Heritage Trail of Kowloon City, and it started off from the Longjun Bridge, and it goes to the Kowloon Wall City. It will go past this. Uh, food and beverage. I mean, this, uh, this new area in, the, I mean, this Long Thing area, and go to Song Wong Toy, uh, the Song Wong Toy, the, 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 the historically, the, 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 the king jumps into the sea, mm. and then you will go into Bakdai Street, and so on and so forth. So hopefully this trail will link the whole area together, and uh, in future, the uh, Cruise term, the cruise, the cruise passengers will be able to walk from the Longjun Bridge to the Wall City and to this area to have some Thai food, Chiu Chow, yeah. shark fin or whatever, yes. Yes. <laughs> and then go to Song Wong Thai and so on. Because you used to be able to go under a tunnel from the old Kai Tak Airport into into Kowloon City. So it seems like the government has uh, plans uh, to to redesign the Kowloon City area as as a tourism area to serve um, the new Kai Tak town, new town, and uh, there's a big stadium there, and also a new MTR station and the cruise terminal, as you said. But then, obviously, we we still have the old tenants and the um, and the owners and a very diverse community. I guess it's ine- inevitable that somebody will have to um, be sacrificed. But uh, could the sacrifice be a bit less, Greg Wong? I I think the uh, the the um, inevitably the few the, the three blocks. I think that I think in fact there's only two blocks. Uh, the, the 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 block between 
Archin Long Row and the Block uh, and and the um, uh, and Archin and um, yeah, I, I think it's around the Nankok Nankok Road. I think there's only two blocks which are being in which the residents will have their their the buildings taken over by the URA. Uh, because the third block is currently uh, the current city market. Mm. So that the, um, the number of residents in Wharf, uh, I understand, is about, uh, I think it was set somewhere, I think the number of households involved may be about 1,600. Uh, so, I mean, these are the people who will be moved. Okay. But but the owners will be very happy because they will be getting a a, a good compensation. Uh, but they but of course there will be the tenants will be the people who will need help. They will need help from the uh, the ethnic minority will need help uh, from the social welfare department. The the tenants will need to go to uh, public housing, rental housing, and so on. So. I think the best thing the URA can do is to have their social services team to visit them right away and try to help them. Okay. Uh, final email here from listener Frank says, uh, Lok Sing Tong Benevolent Society has been through the years a prominent civil society association in support of residents, but I hear no discussion about its role in the proposed URA plans. Any thoughts from your guests today? Anybody have any thoughts about the role of the Lok Sing Tong Benevolent Society? I think the Lok Sing Tong... Uh, Benevolent Society's uh, director was on the forum. He's a member of the forum. I, 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 I may be wrong, but I, I think she is on the, on the forum. So she is involved. Well, um, uh, the Lok Sintong now uh, has uh, social housing, and um, I think they have got uh, you know clinics. Uh, for elderly uh, or in the Kowloon City area. Uh, certainly hope that all these uh, community facilities could stay in the future. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you very much to both of our guests. I'm afraid we've run out of time this morning. It's coming up to 9.30. Uh, you heard there from Greg Wong, civil uh, geotechnical structural engineer and former chairman of the Kowloon City District Urban Renewal Forum, and Raymond Chan, past president of the Hong Kong Institute of Surveyors and a member of the Housing Authority. Thanks very much to both of you for joining the programme this morning. Uh, thanks to our listeners who wrote in. I have a few leftover emails which uh, uh, we'll have to wait till tomorrow I'm afraid. Uh, uh, one also here from a long email from uh, Professor Judith Mackay, the um, well-known anti-smoking campaigner, uh, pointing out that today, 31st of May, is World No Tobacco Day. We were talking about uh, tobacco control yesterday as well. Um, uh, we'll a little bit more on that uh, tomorrow. Um, do uh, bear with us. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning for COVID update and back chat uh, with Anna Fenton. Um, thanks very much uh, to you for this morning, Ada. Thank you, Jim. And a quick look at the weather before we go to the new summary and morning brew. Uh, hot with sunny periods and a few showers. Uh, light to moderate southerly winds. The outlook persistently hot with sunny periods and a few showers in the next few days. It's currently 29 degrees, humidity 82%. An appropriate statutory minimum wage rate can prevent excessively low wages without jeopardizing the employment of grassroots.